This is Silicon Valley Beat. I'm Annie Gauss. Well, it's been a week of weird partnerships, and it's all about the battle for the voice speaker market. This time, Amazon is teaming up with Microsoft, of all companies, to help make Alexa a little bit smarter. On the Microsoft blog, a VP, Andrew Schumann, called it a first-of-its-kind collaboration, and that's between Alexa and Cortana, which is Microsoft's intelligent assistant software. What exactly is going on? Well, if you have a Windows 10 PC, you'll be able to access Alexa via Cortana and soon through Android and, Android and iOS as well. On the flip side, you'll be able to also activate Cortana through your Echo. Cortana works on Windows, iOS, Android, and Xbox One currently. And I know what you're thinking. Shouldn't these two assistants be competing? After all, the companies compete in other areas, and competition is pretty stiff right now in the voice speaker slash intelligent intelligent assistant market. Well, as Amazon and Microsoft each pointed out, the two assistants have very different strengths and weaknesses. Most people I talk to use Alexa mainly for listening to music and podcasts and for random entertainment and asking fun questions. Cortana is geared slightly more towards task management like reminders, to-do lists, and other more serious things. Together, perhaps they can do great things, or at least better things together. By the way, the other surprising partnership I was referring to earlier was the one between Google and Walmart just announced a few days ago. They're teaming up to offer Walmart goods through Google Assistant. That story got us all got us all talking about the voice shopping thing in particular, and more generally about how Alexa can improve. There's obviously a lot of room for improvement in terms of what Alexa is capable of. And on that note, here's a perspective from the Popcorn Finance channel on something that will always be at the core of Amazon's business model, and that is how you get your shopping done. Hey, Annie, on the topic of using your voice to shop and the whole Amazon Whole Foods merger, um, I've been using Amazon Fresh for a little while now. And when I started my my trial up with the service, uh, I got a dash or I think it's called a wand now. And you can you know scan items with it to add them to your card. And you can also use your voice. Uh, but I stopped using it because uh, sometimes it didn't recognize what I was saying. But the bigger issue was that um, when I would say something, it recognized it, but Amazon Fresh didn't have that product. So when I went to check my cart, it wasn't there. And then by that time, I had already forgotten, you know, the things that I had wanted to add to my cart. So if the merger with Amazon and Whole Foods widens their selection and makes it much easier for when I use my voice to search for something, the, the product's actually there, I think I would definitely use the uh, my voice to shop, whether it's in my phone or an external device, because it's pretty convenient when it does actually work. The new Uber CEO officially took the reins at an all-staff meeting at the company today, and he cut right to the chase saying that he thinks the company should go public and may in between 18 and 36 months. That's been a big overarching question about Uber's future, whether they'd be prepared to face the scrutiny that comes with going public. And given their many recent scandals this year, that's been a really big question mark. But the new CEO, Dara Khosrowshahi, said the first order of business is to, quote, pay the bills and then take big shots. By the way, parts of this talk were also live tweeted by Uber's own communications team. 
Khosrow Shah, he was previously the CEO of Expedia, and he also said that he wants to bring in a chairman to work with at the board level, but no indication yet on who that is. Then they all took a cheerful group selfie with Travis Kalanick, the ousted CEO, and the new CEO, all in the foreground. And that was posted by Ryan Graves, a board member at Uber. So a big feel-good moment for the company. Do you think the new guy can write the ship? Let me know what you think in a call-in. More to come. Thanks for tuning in. A couple months ago, we talked about the Essential Phone, a much-hyped new high-end smartphone created by Andy Rubin, who's considered the father of the Android OS. Well, it seems that, unfortunately, not even Essential is above a massively embarrassing email screw-up that exposed the personal information of their customers. Here's how that went down. Have you ever accidentally replied all to an email when you meant to just reply to one person? Well, that's kind of what Essential Products, that's the name of the company making the phones, did with a bunch of sensitive customer customer information this week. So to people who had pre-ordered the phone, the company sent out an email requesting that they send a driver's license to verify their addresses. Apparently, unbeknownst to Essential, they had configured the email to send that info to everyone when they did get a reply and not just to Essential. So basically, people who replied with their address and driver's licenses had that info sent to everyone on the list. Oops. It is not known how many people were affected by this screw-up, but the company is offering a free year of LifeLock to anyone affected, should you happen to be in that category. Andy Rubin himself later apologized for the breach, and meanwhile, the company hasn't confirmed a ship date for the phones just yet. Thanks for listening. As always, feel free to get in touch here on Anchor or on Twitter with your tech questions, comments, or insights. This is Silicon Valley Beat. I'm Annie Gauss.